Before we dive into our story, I just wanted to share. I just felt the Holy Spirit. Um, sometimes we walk right past the simple message of how much God loves us. It's almost like when you're a teenager and your parents are like, "Hey, I love you," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, okay," and you like walk right past it. And uh, while we were in worship, I just felt God so strongly saying, "I just want my people to know how much I love them." Mm. And so, just during worship just seeing angels praising with us and then seeing ministering angels going to each one of you and whispering just how much God loves you and how much his pleasure is for you and over you. And uh, that's something that we've found over the last few years is just God growing this love inside of us for people that we hadn't even met yet. Yeah. And so like, that's kind of the start of all of this. So even when people are saying, why London? Like, why England? We're like, we don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll go into a little bit about ourselves. So obviously, Terrence and Anna, this one is the big 3-0. And uh, I'm 28. <laughs> but uh, we enjoy long walks on the beach. And, uh, I said that earlier. You stole it. I totally joke. stole it. I did, because I have the mic, so I can. So. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we love... Joking around, we love goofing off, we love worship and music, and uh, personally, I'm an adrenaline junkie, so I love outdoor stuff and skydiving and rock climbing, all that jazz, so if that interests any one of you, uh, let me know, but um, we just really are so excited to be here. You want to share a little bit about yourself? <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> This is like a MySpace biology. Does anyone remember MySpace? <laughs> yeah, I'm dating myself a little bit. Um, now that I notice it, Steve, you look a little bit like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> We're gonna go on the comedy biologies. <laughs> so, yeah, where should we start? Hmm. Well, one, first of all, you know, it's just an honor to be with you guys and to call this place home now. And we've met, been met with nothing short of just a family response um, from everybody. Just everybody that has been so happy and loving and hospitable to us. And already these two are just telling us how much they love us. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we love them. It's, that's so important for us to hear because um, we've just dealt with so much in the church. To be honest, we've been hurt by a lot of pastors out there and so to be in a safe place and we could just feel that already and we just feel such a presence of the Lord in this place and I love that no matter where you go Jesus is the same the Father is the same and the Holy Spirit is the same and you could go cross-cultural and it's the same God and we're worshiping together and experiencing together encountering together and and from last Sunday to this Sunday it's been the same, and I love it. And I could just be myself. Um, we're a bit rowdy. Um, I could be boisterous. I don't know if it's just because I'm outgoing or I'm American, but I like talking to Josh because he's crazy too. And uh, just be prepared for that. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so a bit about our story. We met in college. Um, we both, <laughs> uh, at first we didn't, I don't know, we, we didn't click right away, but we, we'd say some of the same things that we were looking for in a partner. And um, after eight years, we're still together. So I think God was <laughs> at work there. But um, even then I just saw in Anna, there was just this desire to explore and see the world, but to fulfill the promises that God had placed within her and that she had so much potential. I just saw the Lord in her and I was like, whoa, any guy that gets that girl is a lucky dude. So I pursued her. And uh, <laughs> we both have very different stories as to uh, how God spoke to us uh, about um, not just ministry, but traveling and, and being missionary. I, I don't really like using the term missionary, but um, that's kind of what we have given it in Christendom, right? Where you travel to a different land where you're not from. Um, but when, when I was nine years old, um, I had a dream. And in my dream, an angel approached me and called me by name. And he asked if I would go into all the world. And I kind of did a big gulp. I remember that. And, and I, I didn't know how to respond, but I said, okay, as any nine-year-old would to an angel. And, um, and he pulled out this scroll. And there was a couple of scriptures on the scroll that I had never seen before because I just knew biblical stories. I didn't really know the Bible. And... And, uh, and then it cut to a scene of me being chased with a good friend of mine by people that wanted to kill us for spreading the gospel. So I woke up the next day, and I was a little befuddled, and uh, it was kind of weighing heavy on me. But I happened to go to, to my Sunday school class the next day with my church, and two of the scriptures that were on the scroll were on the board, and they had a blackboard in the room. And at that point... I was, I was, I guess, wise enough as a nine-year-old can be to say, hey, maybe I should tell my dad. And uh, so I told my parents, and they were like, yeah, this is the Lord speaking. Um, so that definitely impacted my life, and, and I, I got to go on a short-term trip to Mexico at that age. But ever since then, the Lord had been just speaking to me and carrying me along, and, and I even got involved with the vineyard when I was 19, and that's where I learned to, to, to discern the voice of God, to to uh, hear the Spirit and, and to pray over people for healing and for the prophetic and, and all that and, and worship. And so I feel like um, God has been preparing me to be with you guys and, and to be in this beautiful city, the big smoke, right? Um, and I'm just so privileged to be here. It, it has taken us three and a half years between God first giving us the vision and, and fundraising. And, they, you know, someone made a mistake when they put fun in fundraising. <laughs> Anybody else has done that? I mean, you know, amen. But, um, <laughs> but it really builds your character throughout the process. And God has just totally changed us, humbled us. Um, it's been, I mean, it's just been a killer, killer journey to get here. And it almost doesn't feel real yet. Like, I need someone to kind of pinch me or punch me in the face. I don't know what it, you know, it's going to take to wake me up. But... Uh, this seems surreal, to be honest. Um, so a little bit about that story, and, and we can double-team this, tag-team this, whatever you want to call it. Um, so three and a half years ago, I was actually um, at a vineyard church. Um, I wasn't attending there, but it was my, it's a mentor of mine. And, and a couple of people just started getting words of knowledge for me. 
she wasn't there, um, but I was by myself, and I was going through a really tough time with the church I had been working at, and I just needed to be refreshed, so I went out to this, this vineyard meeting, and a couple of guys that didn't even know said, we just see that God's going to be using you in, in the pub, and they use pub, and bar community, and um, you don't usually use the word pub even in the Northeast, and we do have some public houses, but it's not the same like here. And I was like, actually, God's been speaking to me about that already. Uh, he's going to be sending me to the unloveliest, as they put it, those that the church is afraid to go to. And, um, and so, and I got totally rocked by the Spirit, and then cut to the next section. Um, my, my pastor there, he, he speaks over me, God's going to be moving you soon. I just see him sending you on. And this other guy's like, I'm seeing Europe. And then a buddy of mine later on just walks past me and says, hey, so England, huh? And I'm like, what is going on? And uh, I, I kind of took all this to heart, and I went home, and I told her. And she didn't say anything. And I'll let you share this, because this is your part of the story. So um, I had previously, like three weeks prior, I'd started having dreams. And I just chalked it up to my creative imagination. Um, but it started just having the same dream as I would see the continent of Europe. And then as each dream, like as the weeks progressed, it would just get narrowed down. So then I had a dream about the UK. And then it narrowed down again to England. And then it narrowed down again to London. And then the final dream, and this one I've had several times over the last few years, um, it was me walking in the streets in London and seeing people's faces like passing by. So it just kept narrowing down and narrowing down. <laughs> And uh, so he's saying all these things to me, and classic me is <laughs> like a bit skeptical, and even like as far as God calling me into ministry, um, throughout my life it's always been this tug of war kind of thing between God and I, like, uh, you're pulling me this way, I don't know about that, like, this looks like a more practical solution over here. Um, and so... I'd always, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's on my top five places to live, but to actually, like, uproot yourself and and not just go for, like, I mean, if I can say, like, the hell of it, like, yeah, let's just go, okay, um, but actually establish ourselves someplace. Um, it just was like, okay, yeah, let's pray about it, like, we'll see, see how this goes, um, but just, again, having those dreams, and then a friend of mine who I grew up with she reached out to me, and uh, she right now is working in Senegal, but uh, she's just like, I'm just praying you off the continent. And she had no idea what was going on, the conversations that we had been having. And she's like, I don't know why, but I just feel like God's calling you off this, like, out of North America, and he's sending you somewhere. And I was like, okay, all right. Um, fast forward, we actually got connected with Greater Europe Mission, and it's an interdenominational uh, organization, so they work with all different charities, all different churches, we really like that, um, and they work all over Europe. And so we got connected with them, and we actually, a little over three years ago, came on what they call like a vision tour, checking out different projects. And that is where we met their friends at Anema. Um, and it was a little ironic because it was actually me first that really felt we were actually in this tiny little church in Brighton. <laughs> And uh, I just, they changed the worship set and they sang the hymn, Be Thou My Vision. And that song has like followed me at any pivotal point in my life. Like that song, that song just like shows up. 
And so I'm sitting there being like weeping, like in front of all these like bricks. And I'm like, this is embarrassing, but there I am. I was like, well, okay. Um, and so it was just in that moment, I just knew like, this is the right space. Like this is the right time. God, you're calling us to England. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like, but, but okay, like I'm, I'm willing. And for the, probably the first time, it was me sitting like comfortable, just completely like, yeah, well, God's going to do it. I don't know how, but he's going to do it. And he's like, I don't know. Are you sure we're supposed to go? Are you sure we're supposed to be there? Um, and just the last, yeah, three years, it's just been a process of, I don't want to do this. This isn't fun as far as like funders and talking people are. Can I even trust you, God, that you're going to have my back? Like, are you actually calling us there? Are you actually saying this? Am I just, like, making this up in my head? All these questions. And every time, God has used complete strangers to best friends to mentors to just affirm that again and again, that I am in this. Um, up until, I mean, even just feeling like the rug getting pulled out from under our feet when the project that we had been working towards got dismantled. And just being like... In that Skype call with Adonema, I heard the Holy Spirit so strongly saying, will you still go even if I change the ministry and what it looks like? And so when God says that, like, of course I was frustrated and annoyed. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is a couple months before we're supposed to move. What are you doing? Um, and it felt like that first Skype call felt like an awkward first date. It was like, please, like, guys, like, how do you present yourself? You're like, yeah, we're, we're really cool people. And you're, you're trying to like make jokes because it's a little awkward and um, trying to get to know somebody over Skype. Um, and just even like hesitant to just that odd relationship of we haven't even met these guys in person. Like, what if we do this and like we get there like, oh, no, oh, this is bad. Oh, we just moved, and these people are crazy. Um, <laughs> the good no. crazy. Um, and so, but just again and again, uh, it actually, all the things that, like, Steve said to, like, put us off made me feel more comfortable. So when he's like, I can be difficult to work with, I was like, wonderful, we are just being honest, so if we have issues, like, this is amazing, we can just talk about it, you know. Um, and just feeling that peace, and then... Again, like every conversation that we would have with these guys, it's just feeling the Holy Spirit in this. And wow. like I said, just again and again, God just saying, no, I'm here. I'm in this, and I'm going to move you forward, even when you can't see it. Um, and so, yeah, some of those insecurities coming out, well, okay, a lot of insecurities can come out in, like, the transition process um, of friends you know, like, where are the normal people? Am I going to be surrounded with a bunch of weirdos, like, at church? Or, like, who am I going to hang out with? And um, down to even being, like, burned by pastors and churches and feeling like, is this going to be a space where I can be myself? That I don't have to just, like, hey, here's the best side of me. And let me just keep all this other stuff over here. But a place and, and a leadership that... You feel the same love that God has for you for every piece of your story and every part of who you are, um, and that being embodied here. And uh, even yeah, while we were worshiping, just feeling like that, just feeling the Holy Spirit say, like, you can breathe here. Like, I'm going to use every bit of your story. Nothing is going to get left out. And that, especially in a new place, 
is really comforting. Um, do you want to share? Yeah, so a cool, cool part about being here is that I've never had a dream where God actually speaks like very clearly, like, go do this. Um, and we had Skyped a second time, and I was like, I don't know, you know. Because you're still grieving the loss of this, you know, you fantasize for two and a half years about being somewhere, and, and then all of a sudden it's, it's dead. So we're like, well, we've got to shift gears real quick here. And, and so we Skyped a second time, we prayed, and I was like, Lord, make it painfully obvious that we're supposed to be in Balaam. Because I'd never even heard of Balaam. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty illiterate when it comes to this, this geography, but I'm learning. And so I'm sleeping, and it was literally right before I wake up, and I hear the Lord just say, go to Balaam. And I wake up, I said, Okay. <laughs> and I just had such tremendous peace. I was like, yeah, this is, this is right. So whatever comes our way, we just know that it was God, that he sent us here. And, and having to be constantly reminded of that. And a scripture that has just roamed true throughout this entire process from beginning to end has been Joshua 1.9. Because people just keep giving to us. And you know when you start getting annoyed, like, stop it. Like, I've heard this one already. It's like, hmm, kind of thick. If you're too thick, you can't even read it and understand what God's trying to say. But if you're not familiar, it's, <laughs> it's even a reminder to Joshua. It's like, haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be discouraged. Don't be terrified. For wherever you go, I'm with you. And, and it's this message of I'm sending you. But don't worry. I'm with you. You know, and I'm the conqueror. So whatever comes forward, comes at you, I'm paving the way. You know, and, and a, a prayer that I just wanted to stay constant with is, is Lord, I want to be with, like Moses. I don't want to go where you're not going. I don't want to go where you're not at the ready. And, and I just sense that so much here in being with these two. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to getting to know them and getting to know each of you. And, and you could be praying for us through this process of transitioning we, we um, put an offer on a flat uh, yesterday, so we should hear back today. Um, and that's pretty amazing because we got here less than two weeks ago, and tomorrow will be two weeks. So God's been moving us along. Um, we've both been sick throughout this process. It's stressful. I don't know if anybody's moved to another country. Um, we have our storage unit, storage container, coming off a big boat uh, Tuesday. So we're like, oh my gosh, where is this going to go? So we're figuring that out. Um, so you could definitely be praying for us as we're transitioning in and learning your culture and integrating because we don't want to just be those, ah, oh, those Americans that just never learn. And, and don't worry, we're not those pretentious types that we think America's the best because obviously we elected Trump. So we can't be the smartest. Um, I'll be the first to rag on my own country. Maybe because I wish I was British. Um, you definitely have the coolest accents, so if I break out in a British accent, it's because I want to be you. Yeah. See, I'll just brown nose and sweet talk my way into your hearts. Like oh, how's the comedy going? Is it okay? Yeah? Alright. <laughs> well, all that to say, kind of our hearts for the area, because we haven't really gotten into that yet, but whenever we've asked the Lord, why London? 
because it never was on our radar. It always seemed like a cool place to visit, um, just the history of it and the breathtaking sights. But and we we both have British descent in our blood. Um, just want to put that one out there. <laughs> yeah, we're white enough. Um, <laughs> we're much like a bubble, I guess. We have a lot of things going on, but. We, we felt the Lord say, I'm bringing a revival to this country. And it's been amazing even to see in our organization, Jen, there was one person here three years ago. And now between everybody that's en route to the UK and here already, there's over 40. So what that tells me is that God is preparing his workers for what's about to happen. He's sending workers to the field and I think it is right for harvest. And there's a reason we're here with you guys because you're facilitating something really special here. And we want to work alongside of you. Um, and just, yeah, hearing what you value and you have great mamas and papas here. We're so excited to work with them and learn from them. Oh my goodness. And the Lord has just told us that this is gonna be a healthy place for us to learn healthy leadership. So. I'm excited to, to learn with you, to work alongside of you, to walk alongside of you, to become friends with you, to, to pray with you, to pray for each other, get words for each other. Um, I, wanna, I, I just want to learn from what God has shown you and from your stories. And I know when I say these things, Anna says it the same way. We want to see people healed in this area. We want to see um, mass um, redemption and revival and deliverance and healing and all the things that Jesus beat for and bled for and, and loved to do. And he still loves to do. And we get to join him. And that's exciting. And, uh, and I think that there's a reason that there's a lot of young adults here. Because we feel so called to that particular community. Um, and there's plenty of hipsters in this area. I feel so at home. <laughs> good food, good beer, sweets and ice cream. Coffee, all those things are so wonderful, and um, can't wait to share them all with you. <laughs> um, but God is so good, and and we're here with you. And and like Adam was talking about, of course we have our reservations and hesitations, and it's scary making a big move six or seven thousand miles away from everybody you know. Um, so we want to be real and transparent. That of course there's those fears, fears of being rejected and not being received well, and all that stuff. But I want to say that we've not felt any of that from you guys. And in those icy walls in my heart, like the, the wall in uh, Game of Thrones, is, is being melted down. And uh, thank you for that. So we're just so thankful to be here. Did you want to say anything else, baby? Um, it's just, God's timing is perfect. And like, we've been so antsy to get here. And just now, looking back in hindsight, from the people to the fact that this didn't exist three years ago when we originally felt called. That just down to like the like flat hunting to the area to even like, yeah, working with you guys and everything like that. Um, and even last Sunday when Viv spoke and it just was so crazy to me and it, I had to kind of laugh. Both of us kind of talked about it afterwards. Um, we felt funny when, you know, we had to repeat like the vine and we're like, the branches. And I was like, the branches. <laughs> um, and I loved it. But, um, so good. <laughs> but um, it just, 
it just really shook me that um, I'm that we're new creations. Mm. That the one the old me that would be terrified, that needs to take things into her own hand, that needs to control something as far as like making sure things happen for myself and I need to do it myself, kind of a thing. That that's dead, that that doesn't exist. And that I just, in the first few days here, realizing, I just had this moment, man, I can't do this without you, God. There's just no way, like I am independent, I, you know, that like I'm a strong woman, like I can do this. But I just had this moment of humility really. I can't do this. Like, I can't do this on my, in and of myself. I cannot do this. And just realizing that message was so perfect last week. And um, just that revelation that God has my back. That just as Jesus was loved and embraced because I'm in him now, and I've always been in him since the cross, that I'm loved and I'm embraced and that because of that, I can take that deep breath and I can release that and I can trust him and say, you've got this. I don't need to put forth my own agenda. You've got this. I can take a deep breath. Um, and down to, thank you for being your extroverted selves who have introduced yourself to us and gotten to know us too. And, um, you know, we're just really thankful. So as far as, yeah, as Terrence said, praying for, like, the flat, praying for that space, um, because we want it to be a space for the community. We want to be able to have you over. We don't want it to be an open space. Um, but also, <laughs> just grace, that if I look at you funny, <laughs> or if I ask you to explain something, just being like, oh, okay, it's all right. <laughs> if I say, I really like your pants, just those little things, um, but we are, we're so excited just to come alongside of you guys, learn from you, um, live with you, and be here. So. So, uh, we would love to pray for them, wouldn't we? Uh, so, let's get the worship going, worship band back. And if you're you know and love Jesus, you're part of our, one of our small groups, would you come and, and pray for them, bless them? It might be that as they're speaking, God's been speaking to you about, about them. It might be there's some scriptures. Um, you could go for the Joshua 1 9 if you like. Um, <laughs> but it might be that God's been speaking to you about uh, things from the Bible. Or as you look at them, you see certain things that God's got for them. So, um, we're going to have some slight, some order to this, so um, they're going to be over there. So if you'd love to pray for them, come and come and pray for them there. Um, but why don't we stand and then we'll, we'll begin our, our, uh, our time of worship, and then we're going to have some ministry afterwards.